Disclaimer, the following presentation is for mature audiences only. It contains graphic descriptions of true crime, as well as torture and murder. Discretion is advised. Life and Crimes of Herman Webster Mudgett aka H.H. Holmes We begin today in Gilmanton, New Hampshire and the day is May 15, 1861. Levi Horton Mudgett and his wife, Theodate Page Price, first-generation English settlers in the area, were expecting their new child to arrive any moment. They were a Methodist farming family, living with two young children, Ellen and Arthur and expecting their third any day now. They wouldn't wait long to meet their newest family member. On May 16, 1861, Herman Webster Mudgett came into the world. Little did Levi and Theodate know, that before the turn of the century, their little bundle of joy would be swinging from the hangman's noose. Herman grew up fairly normally, though reports online look into family abuse from Levi and the idea that Herman had learned to be cruel from his father, though these claims are said to be fabricated. A lot of the stories I share, will have variations on the story, depending on who you ask, and where you are asking, so everything could be fabricated, it is up to you to decide what you think is true, or if it matters to you in your life. Would people make up claims, when these people are mostly not insane, though it can appear otherwise? Herman simply grew up a normal boy, the third child of five children, of a hard-working family, on a farm. He may have been exposed to highly emotional scenes during his father working, including him being very angry, and he may well have witnessed the killing and butchery of animals, but this does not mean they are indicators of anything nefarious. There are claims but no proof, of an abusive father and of the cruel and unusual killing of small animals in childhood, which are usually referred to as red flags for future serial killers. Some places report that he had the typical background that one expects from a serial killer. Herman did have a fascination with dissection and dismemberment portion of the farm work and is said to have relished in this work himself. He seemed to enjoy the idea of meat sliding so simply from the bones beneath. In 1877, 16-year-old Herman graduated Phillips Exeter Academy and took teaching jobs in Gilmanton, and later on in nearby Alton. He particularly enjoyed learning about anatomy, chemistry and the taking apart and putting back together of early gadgets. On July 4, 1878, Herman married a local, and wealthy, woman, Clara Lovering, in Alton. He later went on to try to divorce her, however, she was unaware he even filed for divorce and was never granted. In 1879, an 18-year-old Herman enrolled in the University of Vermont in Burlington but he left after a year, he found the work ghastly, hated the school and found the $200 a year enrollment fee to be expensive. This is despite the fact he wasn't making that much money and his wife was paying for him to attend. He is said to have done badly in exams too, getting the lowest grades in the class. In 1880, Herman and his wife Clara, have a son, Robert Lovering and it is fair to say that Clara was the parent who looked after her child and that Herman was too immature and vain to look after his son. In 1882, Herman began to attend the University of Michigan in the Department of Medicine and Surgery. He met his classmate Robert Laycock and together would speak of wild plans to make money with corpses. Herman later went on to try and make a false insurance claim of $10,000 for Robert Laycock's death, however he was still alive and moved away, to live on many years. In 1884, Herman Mudgett graduated having passed all of the exams, a fact which he was no doubt proud to speak of and show off. His wife, Clara, took Robert and moved back to New Hampshire. She had written letters to friends telling them how Herman was abusive to her, and used violence. This is despite her paying for Herman's education and him never fully paying. There is never any mention of the rest of his family, so I am assuming he disowned them after he left home, though this isn't known fact and just my assumption. 
It is between 1879 to 1884 Herman discovered some backdoor transactions of body parts and cadavers as a means of obtaining bodies for anatomy classes. At most they could only obtain 20% of the amount of bodies required to teach everyone in class, to the level of doctor, or surgeon. Herman saw the janitor, or cleaner accepting cash, or paying cash for bodies for dissection. It is around this time he took to grave robbing with Robert Laycock and began to make fraudulent insurance claims, saying himself to be the sole beneficiary.